Hey, Michael. Hi, Chelsea. Hey, listeners. Welcome to episode eight of This is the Pits. This week we do a rom-com from 1994 called The Favor, and let me tell you, it is a delight. Yeah, there's a lot going on here. It's it's from 1994. It's not from 1994. It's uh, it's exciting. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's not actually, it wasn't made in 1994, but it came out in 1994. Right. It's listed as 1994, but it's not from 1994. Yeah. Um, so I'm... Uh, a little sick this week, so I sound funny. And, um, yeah. Oh, also, this is our first live episode. Oh, yeah. Okay, Michael and I are in New York together, and it's weird because I'm looking at him talk to me in the flesh. I like don't want to make eye contact. It's really uncomfortable. <laughs> and the, uh, we're used to doing it over Skype, if that wasn't already obvious. Yeah, but now we're awkwardly making eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> so bear with us while we get used to this format. Yeah. Um. So that's a big difference but also this week we have a special guest yeah we do our special guest this week um his name is her name excuse me i'm so sorry her name wow misgender me how dare you we have meatball on the podcast this week (laughs) rough let's just one of one of the three of us is super hungover (laughs) um meatball has uh, a podcast of her own called I Unbearable. Do. Unbearable on the Reverie Network. Let's get the plugs in. Follow us <laughs> at Unbear My Heart on Instagram. Uh huh. I feel like that's it. Okay. I did a good job. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. Thanks for and that. And plugged. All right, moving on. Um, well, if he's plugging, maybe we should plug too. We also have social medias. Oh yeah. Well, not to brag, but we also have an, have an Instagram. <laughs> yeah. It's called This Is the Pits Pod. Yeah, on Instagram, and we have a Twitter. Just saying. It's wow, you got me there, girl. We don't have a Twitter. Bummer for you. Um, yeah, so there's that. So we're, <laughs> we're in New York because of Dragon this week, which is kind of cool. Yeah, Dragon was, uh, has been a kind of wild experience, and I'm glad that I only went yesterday. But I'm also very glad that I watched this movie because I have never seen a hornier woman in my life. Oh my god. Oh, Jesus Christ. Astounding. And I have to say, it goes on theme with the other movies that we've seen from the 90s where people are just... Like, just trying to fuck. Like, voraciously, unabashedly obsessed <laughs> with sex. The opening scene of this movie is her... Oh my god. In... Explain what was happening there because she was, she was having like, a fantasy. Who wears that much leather for the daytime? <laughs> I was like, it's a summer night and she's leather head to toe. She's yeah. gonna die. Yeah. And then uh, the part of the fantasy is that this woman in leather head to toe wanted to fuck a high schooler, which right. oh yeah, with no context. Which later it makes sense because it's about her high school sweetheart. But right. like with no context, you're like, wait a minute, what the fuck is what this movie gonna be about? Yeah, and I, I mean, did you guys? know anything about the movie before going in absolutely no. not i mean Zero. how could you there's nothing to like there's nothing about it anywhere <clears throat> yeah <laughs> you're right there's nothing about it anywhere it's lost into obscurity it took me i couldn't find it anywhere so listeners oh, if yeah. you're intending to watch this you're gonna have to do it illegally unfortunately no you yeah. can watch it on voodoo if is, you have that, is that uh, that's how we watched it yeah yeah i mean it costs 2.99 and you have to sign up but also when you sign up um, you get like a free your first. Don't give Voodoo an ad, like you know. <laughs> but Voodoo, if Voodoo, you want to sponsor, sponsor us. us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I, I definitely watched it on a very sketchy website. Voodoo, if you had sponsored us, Chelsea wouldn't have had to download it illegally. That's right. Think about that. Hope no police are listening. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. Weird. Weird intro. 
And also, is that fantasy something that I'm supposed to, like, have myself? Like, that I'm supposed to be like, ugh. I wish I could fuck some guy in a steamy hot summer night. Because no. You know, dark alley that leads to, like, they went through a door to nowhere. Yeah. And he was in a football thing. And then also, he didn't look like he did when he was older. Not even remotely. But that was, maybe the, okay, I think that maybe the director was trying to be, like, cool and, like, really filmy and, like, use all these tropes, like, because throughout the whole movie, she's fantasizing, time is different, oh, everything, yeah. and he's like, I'm being really clever and really cool, and we're just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Well, right. and a lot of the times it switched to, like, these fantasies that just made no sense, or, like, you couldn't tell right. until you were, like, too deep in it. And so every time it cut to a new scene, I was like, this is a dream. She's dreaming right now. This right. is real. <laughs> exactly. Like, when her husband found out, I'm going very far in advance, but when she fantasized him falling down the stairs at church. Oh, yeah. Oh, I loved that. <laughs> I was just like, what a way to try to kill your man. Like, Honestly, that's what I'm saying, stairs. though. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's so, like, I'm making a really smart film decision right now by tricking my audience. <laughs> But, like, I didn't like being tricked every five minutes. I felt, <laughs> after a while, I was like, stop it! Just let me watch a fucking movie! But just, like, I, I wish that that was real. Like, some of those fantasies, I wish they had just, like, oh. made it a real part of the movie. Like, him dying, ooh, I was like, ooh, now great. this is a twist. Now yeah. the movie's gonna get good because yeah. got rid of him, that adds a whole different dimension to the whole thing. And I then he was the, alive still, and I was I like, I felt Ugh. the exact same way. I was like, whoa, this movie is becoming good all yeah. of a sudden. And then... It went right back downhill. Although, when that was happening, we both were like, I I started screaming, I was like, what a great way to fucking kill him. Like, it's at a church, it's like super, super cute. It's It's an unrealistic way. way. It's unrealistic, (laughs) but like, it lets the audience know, like, he's dead, but like, we all still love Bill Poole. Yeah. And she was happy and that she was And she was happy that he was like, she get that pussy licked. <laughs> <laughs> she was so horny. She's so She's horny. She's never been more horny. Also, what the fuck were they doing at church? I guess it's, it's hard for me. Yeah, they have no business. What either. in the hell are they doing at church? <laughs> and they never spoke about it ever She's like, again. All she, like, basically, she, we wakes up to her having a wet... The movie opens with her having a wet dream. She's yeah. wet, wet as fuck, Slipping and sliding everywhere in her dreams. <laughs> and then cut to her at church... <laughs> And he's like into blues and science. It's like, who are these characters? That I don't loved exist? Bill Pullman's character. His was the only one that I truly well, identified with. He did a good well. Truly, I identified with Brad Pitt's character. Oh yeah. And what are we here That's for? Right. Let's talk. Let's bring it back. But I will say that I uh, used to think that Bill. Pull- well, I still think Bill Pullman is so hot. Yeah, he is I hot. wanted to have his baby. But you know, Brad. he's like an everyman's dad, though. He's like everybody loves Bill Pullman. I think that's what. You know, I remember the scene where he was making all those sandwiches. And yeah. she was really trying to fuck him. The whole time. Everybody, she just like picked up the cord to her headphones because she's been wearing them this whole time. Action. Okay, so now that uh, Chelsea has her headphones in and we're um, doing this real, um, let's bring it back and talk a little bit. Like, we kind of jumped right into the nitty gritty. Let's like talk about some of the like the overarching detail. Like, what is this movie? What is this movie, first of all? Right. Okay. So. It starts with this woman having a wet dream uh, next to her husband, who's Bill Pullman. We are like, oh, we're watching a porno. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. we hear, mommy, mommy, wake up. And we're like, okay. Oh, it's a kitty porn. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And then the girl, the daughter goes right into death talk. Yeah. We're like, do death people drink? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. of all the things to wake your mother up with. 
Why not? Like, mommy, I'm hungry. Yeah, well, and then we never get back to, like, why the girl was so obsessed with death or anything. Right. It's but just... also, dead people do drink. Look at the drag queens in Brooklyn. They're all dead inside. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Um, yeah, okay, so she, so, okay. She's woken up from her sexual fantasy. She's then, um, we are shown that she has a happy family life. She's married to Bill Pullman, but clearly she's not that happy because she's been she's horny. Right off Horny of as fuck. She has not had an orgasm. By a man, I would assume. I mean, she's masturbating all the time, I would imagine. She's beating that pussy up. I think maybe she's not. I think maybe she's not. She's having these... It's the 90s. Women didn't know how to masturbate yet. Also, she's right. a religious or... woman, as we find out later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> so anyway, so then what happens? So then we are introduced... To her friend, to with her friend. Emily. The, the museum class, whatever that was. It was <laughs> oh, yeah. Old oh, yes. women in her, I like, have, taking notes in a museum. She's like, honey, you need to pick up the kids. I have to I go to museum, museum class. class. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, that, none of that makes sense. And it was, it, like, didn't, the class didn't make any sense. They were just. Well, so it start, when that started, I was like, okay, so is this class, like, her excuse to get out with her friend? I think so. To, like, just chit chat about They didn't sex? seem to be taking it very seriously. No, they no, were they sitting were in the corner talking about. Getting their pussy Yeah, and so we find out in the course of this conversation, I wrote down my favorite line of the whole entire movie. <laughs> okay. So in the course of this, so basically she goes to museum class with her best friend. It's time for them both to get away from their real lives and talk about their their past sex lives and talk about how the blondie has been fantasizing about her high school boyfriend. And she goes, do you remember that time where you and you went to like Bermuda or whatever? And she, And her friend goes... You came home with the plastic shark, and I came home with crabs. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. I love that line. I think I died for that. But also, I just died that there was like a lot of sight ga- Like, right off the bat, like, I don't want to go for their editing, but there was like sight gags oh, yeah. that weren't timed well. Yeah, the editing was Like, they strange. made some, I forget what she said, but she said something very sexual, and all the old women turned and looked at them, and then they're yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. and then like left. She was like, I need to come. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was or something very like overtly that. like, my pussy needs work. But it wasn't even was anything like, that she needed to yell. She just yelled it, like, to yell it. Like, it yeah. was the like whole a... rest of the lines they were whispering, and it seemed like the director was like, now give it one loud one. <laughs> yeah. I have to say, throughout this whole movie, you could really see the director working his magic. Um, a lot of director. And the director, by the way, Donald Petrie. He directed also uh, Richie Rich right after this. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, I love that. Richie Rich was my favorite movie. It was the shit when he threw that fucking... Okay, we're not... That was Macaulay Culkin, right? It was Macaulay Culkin. Oh, the love of my goddamn life. I was a kid. Oh, man. So he knocked it out of the park with Richie Rich. I guess he shot his wad on Richie Rich. (laughs) Actually, no. Okay, also should be mentioned, this movie was filmed in 1990. Didn't come out until 1994. Yeah. Which is why... It makes so much sense. Like That's why Brad Pitt is so... I don't know, he doesn't feel like he's like really in his comedy groove. No, he's definitely not. He's stiff. I have to say, though, he's stiff, but he's also not like trying to act as much as he was in the first couple of no. movies. No, and what he I mean? looked hot. Like They did a good job of making oh. him look um, hot he's as fuck. my dream man. Yeah. With those, oh, glasses, with those glasses and uh. his art studio. Uh. And he's like drawing her. <laughs> with it, with her lipstick. He's just so uh. carefree. He can he can draw with anything. Oh yeah, he picked up the lipstick and like... Start, uh. he started, and she was like, oh, that's her. my lipstick. Him, he wasn't a bad boy. He was a creative. Yeah. He wasn't an asshole. He actually genuinely liked her yeah. and wanted to be there for her. Yeah, God forbid someone like has passion for her yeah. and oh. like, wants to be with her and commit well, to her and she's... Let's finish the breakdown of the story because we also then need to because we also need to get into these women who are jokes and don't exist. Yeah, they are 
caricatures they're, of another human being. <laughs> it was, it was crazy. <laughs> so anyway, they leave the museum class. She's the blondies confided to the brunette that she has been fantasizing about her ex. And no, not even her ex. They never dated. They right? dated in high school, but they never fucked. Oh. They made out a lot. Oh, I didn't get that. They yeah. never fucked. I, I did not get that from the story. I thought and it was he, just some guy that she was obsessed with in high school. No, no, no. They made out. Remember, he said, "I." She, he said, "I used so much restraint in high school." Oh, when she saw him at the fish market. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the fish festival, the catfish oh, yeah. festival. The catfish. <laughs> oh yeah, fish festival. So gross. Museum class. <laughs> Some good writing. Yeah. Someone was like, I don't know, just a uh, fish festival. <laughs> yeah, totally. They were like on like acid. A, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's the 90s. They were so, maybe the cocaine was still happening. But you know what? It wasn't really yeah. the 90s yet. It was still the 80s. It was still the 80s. It's 1990. Yeah. Yeah. Fresh off the um, 80s. So basically, okay, so then we meet Brad Pitt. He has, is drawing <clears throat> his girlfriend in his artist studio. His girlfriend runs a gallery. She mentions to her friend that she's going to Denver because she's setting up a show for her boyfriend. And her friend goes, Denver, that's where my ex lives. Oh. <laughs> oh. I had no idea. That yeah. No, I don't know where was. Denver yeah. came from. So, yeah. yeah so, because Brad Pitt up. has a show in Denver. and Okay. Question number two. Yeah. Was his art the art that she was selling later in the movie? Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Terrible. But very 80s. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, oh, I would have had some of those pieces. So I'm sorry yeah. if I have bad taste. No, no, no. I personally don't like that. Just so, it's like garbage. <laughs> that uh, lipstick art. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah. So Blondie finds out that Brunette, I'm sorry, I forget their names, and I'm sorry to say that it's. I think, I think Amy is the Brunette. What's the blonde one's name? Her real name is Jane. It's. Uh, Kathy and Emily. Okay, so Kathy finds out Emily's going to Denver and is like, listen, look up my ex-boyfriend and fuck him for me. Please fuck him. Which yeah. is, that's the favor. She's like, the whole movie... Yeah. So, okay, so this is the other thing that I had, I took issue with about this, is that the whole movie is, it's called The Favor, and like at the beginning of the movie, it's that's what it's about. It's about her like asking a friend to go fuck her ex for some reason, but then it gets so like twisted and not about that and yeah. like completely loses sight of that whole story yeah and then suddenly it's like this weird like and love then it brings it back thing where it's like six people are involved it's the true romance final end but without guns it's like broken Look, hearts i wish it had guns all of them should have died they're all the worst <laughs> <laughs> okay all of so yeah so basically just to wrap this up because there's so much to talk about yeah um she asked her friend to fuck her ex at a uh, kid's birthday party by the way Oh yeah, there was a kids. There was a kids party there where they were making purple juice. Party. She was like, "How are you with purple?" And he's like, "Periwinkle." Or yeah. she was like, "Can you dye the milk?" That was so much milk. And why would <laughs> there you dye milk? There was four jugs of milk for one cake. What is happening? It was and the then 90s. she was like, "Can you make the purple milk? You're good with colors." The art director's like, "I don't have enough to do." <laughs> 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 but yeah, she goes, uh, but then she begged him to come to that birthday party, which bothered me. No, no, he begged her. No. He she, begged her, she, no, she and said she got mad when she, he left. Oh, she said, don't right. come. She was like, don't come. And he was like, no, I want to come. And then he came, and he pouted the whole time, and then he left, and she was like, why Fuck the fuck do you ask to come? Yeah. And he was like, okay, I'll, and no, then and they then broke like, up. Then they broke up. Okay, so then... Cat, uh, Amy she goes like a child. She's like, so we're going to do this when it's fun. When it's not fun anymore, is this fun? And he's all... No. Well, that's the other thing is that he's 27 <laughs> and she's 35. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. Oh, the age, yeah. Yeah, the age yeah. difference was kind of huge. She's like, I'm dating a child. Ha, but ha, how ha. old was he when they were actually filming this? Because he didn't 1990, look like he was 27. He was 27. Well, and he and so when he was filming this, he was still dating Juliette Lewis. Well, we don't say her name anymore. <laughs> she, she who shot out of me. I'll tell you what, though. When it came out, he was dating Gwyneth Paltrow. Interesting. Delight of the century, and we're going to have that relationship for the next couple of years. Can't wait. Uh, yeah, because when he was, when this movie came out, he was filming Seven, which means which is we're why he's in. Uh, exactly right. Which might also be why there's nothing anywhere on the internet about this movie. Zero. <laughs> like, no interviews. I can't find anything. I mean, Don, not even the director. And usually with any movie, the director has something to say, but I couldn't find any interviews with Donald Petrie. He's probably pretty embarrassed about this one. I mean, again, it was... He was now, he's now doing Richie Rich and Miss Congeniality, How to Lose a Guy oh in 10 God, Days. Oh my God, huge, How to Lose a Guy in 10 huge. Days. Huge movies. He became a big director of like, rom-coms. Rom-coms. Oh, I, okay, like so fun. that's the thing about this movie. It sucked, but it scratched that rom-com itch in me and every girl that I know, which is like, love yeah. and sex and romance and goofiness. Yeah. And I mean, like, nothing makes sense. <laughs> How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days is also fucking bananas. It's a crazy movie. <laughs> it's a crazy movie, <laughs> but it's you so If you any girl acting like that, you'd be like, this girl needs help. Yeah. <laughs> Commit her. Commit her. <laughs> totally. Well, that's how I felt about... I felt that way about, about her, too. Every every female in this movie is insane. They One's were, a little bit cooler than the other, but the blonde bitch, the lead, is... Crazy. So crazy. So, never met a if I were her best person. friend, I would hate her guts. The amount yeah. of times she oh, yeah. crosses the line. She, she goes too far. Every time she flies to Did you know what? She flies to death. Wait, we gotta In get that, to it. We okay, gotta sorry. finish. Like okay, right. So, okay. Uh, Kathy, no. Amy fucks the best friend. Comes back from Denver and is she like, She fucks the walking mullet. Sorry, you said oh it right. Oh my God. <laughs> well, I haven't even gotten there yet. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Because he is so unattractive with that disgusting... Disgusting mullet. But I had to think about it. I was like, it's the '90s. This is when everyone right. was into Fabio right. or whatever. Yeah, like that was it. the look. Was like, you need a strong jaw, a unibrow, and no self-respect. That's exactly right. And like, he lives in a cabin and he wears red plaid and he's just a trope. Like they're yeah. all just like they're all tropes. He was yeah. like a cabin works at a fish market. Yeah. Uh, I literally wrote down. Uh, when the minute Brad Pitt came out, I was like, "Oh, he's an artist!" <laughs> yeah. Because they start off with him just greased up and shirtless, it's and then so he puts funny. the shirt on and the glasses, and I go, "What's going on?" And then I saw the lo- like loft he lived in, and I go, "Oh, he's an artist!" Right? Oh, he's gonna start drawing. They, oh, that's yeah, what we're exactly. doing here. They package him perfectly for us, just so we know <laughs> who everyone is. Like Bill Pullman is a perfect father. We've got uh, the like horny heart- mob. We've got a horny a mob. Horny ass mob. We've got a like slutty friend with shoulder pads always. <laughs> Who's like and worldly? Silk. She only wears always silk. silk and shoulder pads. She was so beautiful though. I kept looking She's at her face. Stunning. Her face is just and her so hair special. Too. Everything about her. Yeah, she was. She was you nice. know, she had the short '90s cut that yeah. I really wanted, and it was perfect. It was like it brought me back to when I was a kid, and like all of the women we were looking at, like the Christy Turlingtons. Yes. Oh, and I'm like, yeah. God, she's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And then she went on to be in Downton Abbey, which is my also my favorite. Stunning. Um. Anyway, okay. She comes back. She tells her friend, "I fucked your your boyfriend just like you wanted him me to." And then Blondie, cuckoo banana pants, <laughs> is. <laughs> Well, no, it was then she goes, I fucked him eight times. And then she was like, That's not what I asked for. And she like lost her. Smoke comes out of her ears. (laughs) And her 
She just wet. She slides off the seat she's sitting on. She's so horny for that guy. It makes no sense at all. I mean, even if you are horny for that guy, like, go fuck someone. Anyone. Her husband. husband. Well, she, she tried. Just be like, she, get no. that harmonica out of your mouth and start playing my pussy sideways. Like, do something. Two things, though. She Okay, first of all, he asked, and she was like, Mm, nah, oh, not tonight. Oh, well, okay, first oh, of all, oh, maybe oh, her oh. mouth was tired from blowing up all those fucking balloons. <laughs> yes! What? What's that yeah. scene? And she was like... She was getting her mouth on massage. That like, was, like, definitely supposed to be her vagina. Yeah. Her playing with her vagina. <laughs> just, like, all over the place. But also, you guys are forgetting mm-hmm. a very important, crazy fucking banana scene where they're in the kitchen, and she's, like, rubbing butter on her forehead. No, we did not forget that <laughs> yeah, scene. No. I, the minute that started playing, the first thing I said was, why is she going for everything sticky in the kitchen? Like, why was she like, yeah, she's all, peanut butter, mm, honey, honey, like, <laughs> it's gross. She's like, like, put it on honest. my body. But for Bill Pullman to not pick up on that. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, but that's the point. She did try, you guys. She did try. She tried that one time. But also, she's been married to him forever and she could just say like, babe, fuck me. Yeah. Honestly. That's all it takes. I mean, you know he would have. <laughs> He would have loved to. He He's would have loved to. He's probably he a tender her. lover. There's no question about it, but he also loves the blues, so he like, you know. He's got rhythm. He's got, He's rhythm. got rhythm. Okay, so to complete the story, the she is, loses it with her girlfriend, and she's like, we're not friends anymore, and I hate you. Mm-hmm. And then... But they didn't do a good job of like telling that. It was just kind of like, she tells mm-hmm. her the story, and then all of a sudden, they're in a fight they're and not, not friends talking. Anymore. Yeah. yeah. And I was kind of like, I would have loved to see that fight happen. Yeah. Or like explain. Well, yeah. no, they yelled at each other for a second. I don't know. I think it was sort of that thing where it was like, There's well, you know fights. how girls are. They have two you know fights. I mean? yeah. yeah, I mean, kill Us me. Us girls are the worst. Kill, Us girls will fight over anything. Kill me. I have to say, like, in the face of this week politically, we're oh, a yeah. behind schedule, but this is the Kavanaugh week, if you're listening, you know what I'm talking about. Watching these two women, like, be like, I am a horny person and like I am a rebel and it's like <laughs> women are not deep at all and have nothing to say he's a scientist and she like takes care of the kids <laughs> yeah, that's her job oh, and then she like pick them up on Monday yeah uh, never mind I took a Percocet or whatever she took oh, and yeah. fell asleep on top of the machine you got he's, she's gotta tell him she was a she's man she's gotta oh, tell him oh and her journey in the grocery store with two different pills trying to decide am I gonna kill this baby or am I gonna <laughs> All I thought was like that was when healthcare was good, when you could buy all the pills you wanted. Yeah, and they're like, and decide okay. later, and decide later. Yeah. Again, though, bringing it back to church, like clearly, if these are religious people, that's not a, a conversation that we uh, need to have. Anyway, okay, so let me just. She's preggers. We got to get through the rest. We have to get through the rest. You know. Yeah. So, so okay, they get into a fight. During the course of them not speaking, Amy finds out she's pregnant. And then this is where it gets weird because she finds out she's pregnant and then suddenly uh, what the other one's name is, Emily or whatever. Kathy. Kathy. She wants to kill her husband now. She wants him dead. (laughs) What do you mean? You know, because that's when she had the church fantasy. She wants him gone so she can fuck her ex. Yeah, she. That's I think that, that's when she realizes, right? Yeah. yeah, she had that whole like his funeral fantasy, and then she yeah. started making out with that mullet on top um, of the conference. Okay, quick side note How about how fucked up is that? Bill Pullman is so 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 sweet, and she's like, the minute you're dead, I'm gonna casket. marry someone. Else. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck <laughs> on your five. casket. <laughs> exactly. um, okay, quick sidebar about um, the actor who played the mullet guy. Uh, it's kind of sad. <laughs> he. Retired from acting in 1996 because he had a spinal injury oh. that... Uh, because of this movie? 
Uh, from the casket from the casket or the fish, fish. <laughs> no he's just, just d- due to disability caused by a broken Aww. neck and severe spinal injury uh, and then he went through a divorce oh no <laughs> oh gosh after. poor little guy yeah it was rough it was I rough. gotta say it's now. probably for the best because his acting I don't know. was terrible his acting yeah but he you know if he just had a haircut he could have looked presentable at least but I wanted him to be sexual and he was not sexual you're right okay let's focus here sorry that was my I fault. wanted it to not be him at the end like what oh. a twist if it was like someone else when she got to the house I right. know yeah. right. like the picture when she showed the picture I was like oh how funny would it be if like she just grabbed that off a totally. wall somewhere and, was just and like he doesn't that. look like that he's a nerd and like her whole fantasy oh. fell apart but the whole point of the movie was that she was horny for this guy I don't know I think I you're right. I was that. like, because considering how many twists and turns there were, yeah. it was like very like rompy in that way. You, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a surprise. It would be a welcome. Yeah. If he wasn't who he said he, who she said he was in this. Yeah. And her friend was just like, I was fucking with you. Obviously yeah. I didn't go fuck your ex because that makes no, no sense. sense. <laughs> you crazy bitch. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You crazy horny mom. <laughs> so over the course of the time that they're fighting. The brunette finds out that she's pregnant. She tells Blondie that it's Brad Pitt's baby because she is trying to protect her because Blondie would be really upset if she was having a baby with her high school boyfriend. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Um, and then all hell breaks loose. <laughs> and this is where I'm going to need help piecing together the story. So. I'm not drunk enough to help. <laughs> she. Oh, Bill Pullman thinks. That his wife his, right is cheating on him with Brad Pitt. Why? Let, let's talk about why he thinks that. It's because he has that horrible, horrible enabler of a friend who works with <laughs> oh him. Oh my god! Who's, literally, when he was on the screen, we both went, "Oh my god, it's that guy!" <laughs> yeah, he's that guy. He's just awful. He's yeah. been in every. He was like the king in the nineties. He was. Yeah. In, yeah. He was in Seinfeld. What yeah. else? Oh, Seinfeld. That's what I know him from. He was in all sorts of shit. He was in a bunch of high school fucking piece too. of shit. He was a shit person. Who, He's a, ten things I hate about you. Accent changed. Yeah, he was the rude ass teacher in that. He's always a teacher or a principal. He's always a dick. Yeah, and he his approach to acting is so interesting. Right. Because he was in some parts of it like a private investigator, like talking real fast, like he's from the twenties. Oh yeah. And then other like his accent weird... changed, and I literally wrote down. <laughs> I was like, what order was this shot in? Like, <laughs> when was the director like, pull back, please? You're doing too much. Because he was giving me too much of the yeah. time. Yeah. And then he took he took um, the one girl on a date. Amy. A- no, no Her one dad. is named Amy in this. Yeah, Amy's her name. It's Emily and Emily. Kathy. Emily. <laughs> I've been saying Amy this whole time. It's okay. Um, no, it doesn't matter. It's confusing about what. He takes the date and then he tries to bang down oh, the door. I think I wrote down, this is rape culture. <laughs> Emily, call the cops. This guy is creepy. No, he's but at the door being like, mm, please let me in. Oh, you want it so bad. Oh, God, I want it. And then she's just bang, like... Bang, 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 She closes the door and just like lays her purse down leisurely she's and like, like, walks in her room. And so she's like, ugh, men are like... Exactly. This, this movie... He's like in, looking in the window. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Come on, please. Like, I don't want to break you, but I will. not okay. I'm that like, movie would never even for... That scene would never... For one second, happen now. There's no, no, no. way. This movie's like Thelma and Louise gone horribly wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> gone horribly, horribly wrong. Okay, so then Bill Pullman thinks that uh, his wife is having an affair with Brad Pitt. She's not. What she's doing is she's going to tell Brad Pitt that her best friend, who told her in confidence that she was pregnant, is pregnant with his child. Major, major overstep. Like yeah. that oh. is what that is. En- that is friendship ending. And she does it 
twice in this yeah. movie. She does it twice. And yet they still make up. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, whatever, so then yeah. somehow all of them end up. Okay, wait. <laughs> what a bitch. Like my job. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, so this is the story. This is how it unfolds. It, it's really confusing. <coughs> I'm going to be quiet now. Okay, this is how it unfolds. Blondie finds out. Okay, so Brad Pitt's like all about having the baby. He goes to the girl and he's like, listen, let's give this a shot. Not telling her that he knows that she's pregnant. Then she goes to tell her friend and she's like, guess what? Like Brad Pitt is into it and I'm so excited. Wait a minute, you told him. And then she gets so pissed off, because rightfully so, that she goes, it wasn't even his fucking baby. And then that's when Blondie's like, well, I need to go tell him that it's her baby. That it's his baby. And so she gets super dressed up, lies to Bill Pullman. Hops on a, on a plane in a full Versace gown. <laughs> like, excuse me, ma'am, you can get to the hotel and change. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't understand why she was like, she was done up head to toe, nails, hair, everything. She was wearing a red corset under there, too. Yeah. yeah. She, she had was it all. She on fuck it. She was ready no, to she fuck. Was, I, don't, I don't know what she was doing, because she didn't, she could have fucked him. He yeah. wanted to he fuck. Wa- he no, wanted to. Honestly, I don't think he did. Every no, time it did. was close. He was like, go order food. It's on the kitchen block or whatever. Like, he kept on giving her demands. I think he wanted to fuck her. I think he was about to fuck her, and then he turned into Bill Pullman, and she was like, I don't want to fuck this guy. I'm in love with my husband. Uh, I think that's what we were supposed to be that's, to Okay, that makes that sense. That kind of makes yeah. sense, I guess. So then she ends up being on the same flight as Brad Pitt. They end up staying at the hotel together. Oh, the same Brad hotel. Pitt's on first... Brad Pitt, for some reason, flying in first class. He's a rich artist. That was the first time I realized He's that he had rich. fucking money. I oh my god. Like, oh, okay. Is that now locked? Rich. Where are they? They're in the Bay, right? Are they in the Bay? No, they're... Um... Close enough to get to Denver within like five minutes. Oh, yeah. I thought they were in like Portland or something. It was Portland. It was Portland. Was it Portland? Yeah, they mentioned it. But yeah, that loft, I was like, that, I mean, that's basically the house I live in. But yeah, that's like, literally your house. Yeah, it's exactly like my house. I was like, oh, I'd love to live there. And he was like, you do live there. Oh, <laughs> I want to live there. What a delight. No, not great. But um, <laughs> it was just interesting because I was like, I get it. He's an artist. But I, it, when he was sitting in first class, I was like, oh, he got money. And that's when I was like, Oh, he's the artist that she's selling. They never. Uh, no, it wasn't I knew super that. Clear. Yeah, because I mean, when they I'm... were at the gallery. Yeah, but it's still even then they were at she the was gallery. Like, she just bought this piece, and he was like, "Yeah, cool." Like, oh, I got that the whole time. I mean, I, got I thought it. he made fun of that piece because his art was better. No, he was upset because they kept calling it pretty, and he has more meaningful. They were like, "It's pretty." Right. We oh, it's it. a metaphor. You throw on some wireframe glasses, and you're an artist. We so get it, Brad. let me just bring it back. So basically, everybody ends up at the fucking house. Mm-hmm. And everybody ends up happy. Brad Pitt somehow ends up there. Everybody in the whole fucking movie, every character ends up at the house of the How lumberjack. How did Brad Pitt get the address? You know, I'm going to D. I I have yeah. no idea. I don't know why. I don't he remember why up. he showed Bill up Bill just showed up. They all showed Well, remember... Oh, he ripped it out of the phone book. Yeah, and remember there was a part where they were both in cabs and Brad Pitt was like, $20 extra if you can get there before no, the husband. Emily said that. No, Brunette said, that. Brunette said that so that she could change the outfit so that it didn't look like he was cheating he was, on her. Yeah, because she so showed Brunette up. So Brunette comes, then Bill Pullman comes, then Brad Pitt comes, then it's Bill just Pullman. A fucking, it's the worst. Also, I hate like, that if ending. you love your husband and you're, like, if you guys are in a good relationship, you don't make up that fucking quickly. Like, this woman lied to you and got on a plane and went somewhere to meet her ex. Within five minutes, they, had, they were reconciled. Then, meanwhile, outside. Emily and Brad Pitt are now reconciled and they've decided that they're going to have a baby together. 
cut Because to, it turns out to be his baby? It is his baby yeah. after all. She was just really pissed off when she found out... Okay, Brunette was really pissed off when she found out that Blondie had betrayed her trust. Yeah. So she just, in a fit of rage, said, I was lying to you. But really, it was Brad Pitt's baby. Right. So then, cut to... Bill Pullman's playing his harmonica in the house, and we find out that Brad Pitt and Brunette are going to get married at the end. It's the worst ending. I hate that ending. I mean, it's just like, it's it feels like uh, like a kid's play or something like that. Where, totally. like, all this, like, like, you see it all happening from a mile away. Like, you can tell they're all going to meet up at this place, and it's just like, oh, I bet you... Things are going to get weird yeah. and everybody meets each other. And then they do, and it does, and it's not even that weird. And then they all make up, and it's just kind of... The end. Like, the weirdest the end. part was that Bill Pullman fucked his wife with mullet standing outside. Did they fuck? I'm going to say yeah. Or I it was implied. I, I got to tell you, I fucking hope so. That girl needs to get She needed laid. to get laid so, so bad. bad. This whole movie could have been avoided had he just fucked the shit out of her. Had she just asked, though? Just, I mean, it's the, it takes two to tango, man. Yeah, It's true. I mean, yeah. I mean, she was... Also, she's so horny, and then she was like, mm, I'm tired. And it's like... That's what I mean, yeah. Like, earlier, he was like, should we? And she was like, mm, I don't know. And he's like, how about tomorrow? And she's like, mm, we have this thing. And it was like... Come on, just do dude, it. Then just I do mean, it. I mean, you've been married for years. It's not like it's going to take you five hours. I get it. You'll be lucky if it takes five minutes. <laughs> exactly right. Um, so... I just have one quick question. What was that pregnancy test? <laughs> The donut? Am I supposed to believe that she like peed into like a small sliver of something? I think that was an eighties thing. A whole whole cup? It was a Uh huh. I'm pretty sure that was what it was. I think you Was it her own cup? No, no. I think they used to serve the tests. Serve. You'd buy the tests, like it was a lot more. It looks a lot like that cup right there, actually. (laughs) I had a scary. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, I think that I think it this was nineteen ninety. I think it wasn't as um, I just want to say, when they were on the plane, I wrote down one of my notes was, um, I hate background actors again. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I have to tell you, since our background, since River Runs Through an episode came out, a couple of people have texted me being like, I know background <laughs> actors are the worst. Also, oh no, that was another thing I watched yesterday. Anyway. Also, what's the like, I put down, Brad Pitt always belongs in first class. It didn't make any sense that he was there, but I was like, he belongs. That's yeah, he belongs. It feels right. It felt but right. then I was like, why, who wears a tight dress on the plane, which we already covered. And then I said, how did they end up on the same plane at the same time? Do you understand, like, how hard that would be to actually On the happen? same plane at the same time and then at the same hotel. Yeah. It's just like, come on, movie maker. Like, at what least, are we, idiots? I mean, I am. Yeah. A little. <laughs> My notes were just, I, I made three notes. Four. One was, the first one was, you came home with a plastic shark, I came home with crabs. <laughs> Again, just so to Again, just to reiterate. The second one was, the man is a scientist who believes in God. Mm. Oh. It was I the 90s. Know. Then I, then. Like, oh, wait. And does he, though? Because he was like, girl, he, remember he came and he was like, give someone else a turn. What? She what? was praying and he was like. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Oh. He was like, get out of was here. Was she having a sex fantasy in church? I Is think that she was happened? just like, pray for me to start <clears throat> loving my husband again because I'm so miserable. I think, yeah. No, I think she had a too intense sex fantasy and she was like, whoo, I need to pray that one out. Yeah, that's probably why just they were there. Out. She probably made, they're probably, they're probably not a religious family. She's probably like, I need to figure what's going on. <laughs> I, like, can't, I, need to I can't church. concentrate. I need to get out of here. So <laughs> this brings me to my third 
note, which was thirsty, desperate, crazy ass woman. Like this woman is, she is, (laughs) she's your friend from college who never had a boyfriend in high school and doesn't know how to deal. She doesn't know how to deal with anything. I mean, God forbid she's raising those kids. What are they thinking? Well, they're thinking about death. (laughs) They're like, when's daddy going to die? And when are you going to get fucked, mom? Those kids are (laughs) screaming for help. They're like begging for attention. And she's having these crazy sex fantasies. And like getting into and these she's taking Percocets and just falling asleep on washers. <laughs> she's got to be also taking some uppers because when at that birthday party, the whole ceiling was filled with hundreds of balloons. There's oh no way god. she sat there and blew up. Oh my up god, all. it's manic. The whole thing is manic. It's just like <laughs> calm the fuck down. Like maybe you're a little butt hurt that your best friend had sex with your high school boyfriend, but oh, like, you asked her to fuck. By you the way, told her to do that. I mean, there is one clear bad guy in this movie, and it is the lead role. Everybody her. else, yeah, she's the worst. The whole time I was like, "Am I supposed to like her? Right, like, it's what like, side am I supposed to be on?" It's like were they like, were, were you supposed to watch that movie and go, "God, you ever feel so crazy? You ask your best friend to fuck your high school boyfriend and then almost ruin your marriage?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's fucking insane. Um, <sighs> what was the? Oh, also, oh, wait a minute, we didn't even talk about their uh, the weird scene where they went to that like group. Thing like group talking. Oh, the Lamaze. Oh, was it a Lamaze? It wasn't Lamaze. It was Lamaze. It looked like pre Lamaze, but like for it, misfit. It was misfit odd. Couples. It was odd couples. Odd couples. And those odd couples. Were let's odd. talk about it. We had lesbians, which, by we... the way, shocked them. <laughs> they were like, which oh, is such lesbians. a '90s thing. Oh my god, gay, 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 but not dudes. It would have been funnier if it was like two dudes and like some girl. Yeah, like a young pregnant teen or something yeah yeah like or if that that one couple with like the hot nanny woman or whatever was gay oh, that, been good. Yeah. that was hilarious i was like do you want to talk about it no <laughs> yeah because he was clearly loved he fucked her, her i he think fucked her. he was well, at least he wants to fuck or he her. just liked the idea of having his seat in her i wish that i didn't say this why why is i said seed, seed and i'm like we're happy to say <laughs> it and funny. i'm sorry about we it we can talk about all the things like why is seed particularly seed is disgusting gross. it's gross and the what's way gross I said about it, it i'm grossing myself out and i wish <laughs> just the take word. that out just take it out <laughs> <laughs> yeah so seed. how did it end so we ended with seed <laughs> yeah we ended with seed uh let's talk about brad Okay. Hmm. Brad is all up in this movie. He's all up in this movie and he is... I felt like we needed more. I don't think he was all up in it. I think he was in it like maybe four times. And I was True. like, anytime he came on screen, I was like, thank God we get a break. He was by far the best part of that movie because he like, wasn't batshit crazy. No, he had his head screwed on. Yeah. And he was just in love with someone who happened to be crazy. Yeah. I mean, even the girl that he was in love with wasn't that crazy. Like, she was she was a little wacky, but... No, she wasn't wacky. Make... I don't think she was wacky. I don't wacky. think she was wacky at all. She was just like a woman who was like, I'm a woman of the 90s and I'm in charge of my own self. Yeah, she I'm was I'm gonna like... sleep with who I want. She was a total 90s woman. Yeah. Yeah. From head to toe, and she was like... The shoulder pads spoke for themselves. I'm you surprised know what she I mean? wasn't smoking Virginia <laughs> Totals, <Swims>, honestly. <laughs> she probably was. She probably was. <laughs> she was on the side. But yeah, he was such a delight to watch. He was so, like, calm, cool, and collected. He mm-hmm. wasn't He wasn't in those early Brad Pitt movies where he's acting so hard. And he, it's almost like he didn't give a fuck about this role. I feel like it kind of came off like that, especially the birthday scene. Yeah. I was like, that frustration seems real. 
Like, yeah. he wasn't acting. He was like, let me get these lines out yeah. and get out of here. Yeah. Right. Where was he? Thelma and Louise hadn't been filmed yet. I don't think so. I think Thelma and Louise was... It came out in 1992, right? Yeah. So I think it was filmed in 91, probably, or late 1991. Yeah. I think that he... Because... This was probably before that. My whole thing with this movie when it first started is the first thing we see about him is that he's naked, as usual. Which was smart on their part. It was so good. But I was, I was thinking, like, knowing our Brad, like we do, <laughs> um, he probably is pretty upset about this movie because he was just a sex... He was like one that's of That's why. Yeah. That's you're right. That's you know? definitely why we he couldn't find anything. He hates just about. being a sex symbol. Like it's his least favorite thing. Because it's uh, so easy for him to do that. And I yeah. think like this is probably one of those movies where he realized like, oh shit, I'm going to get pigeonholed as sexy. 100%. That's what he was there for. And I think also that okay, so we're 8 episodes in. I think we've seen him topless in 7 of the movies that we've What's watched. What's the only one we didn't see it again? Oh, Cool World. Cool World. Oh. That's it. Of the that one, that movie was so like sex crazed. How did they not <laughs> find a way to get Brad Pitt shirtless in these one scenes? So we're like having a couple themes of the '90s movies. It's like sex mania. It's yeah. like, but I think off he was. Smart. I feel like he could have been shirtless in a lot more of it, and he was caught. Like I, it felt like he was like, I'm gonna give you one topless scene. Like oil me up for my intro, and that's it. Yeah. And then he was like, I don't know, I thought his acting was pretty good, even totally. though I mean it was a terrible movie, and he kept on giving us those like. Before he spoke, <laughs> which I don't understand what that is. Wait, his what? He just before he would speak, he'd like talk and he'd use his hands really big and he'd be like, duh, ah, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> like he'd like make a sound to get into a line. And I was like, all right, okay, I'm here for this. <laughs> don't remember that. I don't you don't either. remember it? At, oh my god, no. it's all over it. I'll show you. He it's at the birthday scene but while he's talking to her. He starts every line with a noise. Oh my gosh, no. I would love every line is like a. And exhale into the line, or he literally went da. Oh my god, I need to find that. And yeah. Cut that in because I'm curious. Um, yeah, I have to say, I think that his like casual acting really worked for the role. It was like a breath of fresh air every time he came on the screen. Yeah. And he was like kind of innocent. It was almost like he was about to laugh the whole entire time. Like he was like. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. You know, like, but in a cool way. I mean, I really think that this movie was. Sort of like a Thelma and Louise gone wrong. Because, you know, there's a lot of parallels of, like, a horny a horny wife who's unhappy in her marriage and a friend who has a little bit more control of her own sexuality. And um, Brad Pitt, who's hot. <laughs> and Brad Pitt, who's hot. And so Brad Pitt is hot in this. And, like, I think he... But he didn't, like... He didn't like pander to his hotness very much the way he did in Thelma and Louise and they didn't pander to their sexuality they didn't pander to like opening their sexuality as much as they did in Thelma and Louise like they, they could have but they didn't yeah. you know what I mean I think that he was hot but he was also like had a good heart and actually really loved someone which was nice right. to watch because yeah. everybody else was psycho and it was like he genuinely just like had a real crush on this girl who was like Fuck you, I don't give a fuck. And he was, like, genuinely, like, excited to have a kid. He <laughs> yeah. was. Like, kind of sweet. Like, you wanted him to be just a sexy bad boy, like he was oh, in my God. Louise, but he a... wasn't. He was just a sexy good guy who was talented. <laughs> Imagine what a, a, like, smoking hot dad he would have made. Oh, fuck. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean to say. Uh, honestly, <laughs> this is the perfect, he's the perfect man for me. He's an artist. He's gorgeous. He has he a cares. beautiful law. He wears glasses. Well, let's talk room. about that for a second. 
We've never seen him wear glasses before. But he, yeah, he pulled them off. Yeah, no, he, didn't he wear them in Cool World? No. No. Oh. But I have to say, he didn't. Not many people can pull off a wireframe like that. Yeah, and that they were round too. That is a very too. specific look that he. Well, he's his red pa- uh, Yeah, and his pants were all covered in paint. Just for this. Oh yeah, that was the thing too. <laughs> the paint. Let's really pants. drive home the artist thing. He's an artist. <laughs> <laughs> He's an artist. She's a badass. Together they'd be perfect if it wasn't for her crazy fucking best friend. <laughs> why wouldn't you just say no to that friend? Like, why would you You'd be have around to. that? She's toxic. She's crazy and she's toxic. <laughs> she's like, fuck it, I'll take him whatever the fuck in the middle of the day. And I know. And her husband is way too nice. Her husband's way too nice. And Safeway, um, I think Safeway gave them a lot of money for this movie. Because oh, did you notice sure. Safeway was in like every other scene? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And, but then she, like, I don't know, just that Percocet thing was so weird. It was like, so her friend didn't take the Percocet, she gave it to you, you took it while you were driving, got home, didn't even make it all the way in the, in the garage, and then Yeah, the worst part was that she still had, like, groceries when Bill was like, where were you? I picked up the kids. Also, the kids disappeared. After, like, the first act of the movie, they were no longer there. He's like, um, I had to pick up the kids. Where were you? And she's asleep on the washer and dryer, just like holding groceries. She goes, oh, the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> kids are fine. The kids, kids are, are fine. fine, by the way. I guess thanks but for the asking. the ice cream melted. Ooh, what am I going to do? <laughs> it's ridiculous. I mean, the, also the movie took a real turn. Like, it, it took a, it started out as just like a kind of a comedy about like relationships. Yeah. And then it sort of took a turn into like this weird, like crazy <laughs> Like situational slapstick, sort of totally like bizarre. Yeah, thing. there was a moment where I was like, okay, so now we've forgotten about the ex boyfriend from high school, and I was like, that storyline's just gone. Like, yeah, it just went away, and I was like, okay. And I was thinking about this podcast, I was like, I'm just gonna say that like this storyline entirely went away. Oh, yeah, until the very end. Where it makes sense, Where it like well, it's just like it's. This is a well, makes sense is a strong word. Yeah, I was like, it did statement. make sense. It just came back. They bring it yeah. back. I have to say, like, for a podcast that talks about movies, is what I'm about to say is really stupid. But like, what the <laughs> fuck was the point of making this movie? True. You know what? It, this could be one of those things where it was like an indie movie. Okay, so uh, this is the same. Uh, what, what was the other movie we watched where it got <laughs> fucked by the? Oh, 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 oh. Okay. I'm back. I'm All right, back. she's good. Okay. Um, nope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, what was that other movie we watched where it got fucked by the studio? Uh, oh, Cool, cool World. World. Cool World. Yeah. It, cool it, World it, and um, True Romance got, got fucked by the studios. No, no, there was another one too where it was uh, an indie movie that got whatever. Anyway, um, no, this one, I think this one was an Orion Pictures movie. And this yeah. movie, the reason it was delayed, its release was delayed, was because Orion Pictures was about to go under. And Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. And so they, people, I mean, it hasn't been, like, um, confirmed, but Orion Pictures, pending bankruptcy, um, made this movie get shelved, along with Blue Sky and Robocop 3. I was just going to say, when you said the word Orion, that I remember... That opening logo, so yes, with the electricity. Well. Yes, yeah. From my childhood, like it's like burned into my brain in front of all of the movies. That yeah, I 
And so, but like my, my theory is that this, and this is the tragic thing about independent filmmaking is that sometimes you get picked up by a big studio or a big name or something like that. And then they want to have control of the edit and the release date and they want to have control of like the script. And so yeah. like maybe somebody, maybe the writer who, let's see who the writer is. Um, oh, it's two writers, uh, Sarah Perriott and Josanne Gibbon, McGibbon. Um, maybe they wrote a good script. And their script... I don't think so. Well, but maybe they did. They wrote. She wrote Chicken Little and Runaway Bride. And I love Chicken Little. I love Runaway Bride. Oh, they Bride. wrote it together. They both wrote those together. So well, maybe we can get in touch with them and ask them what their original idea with yeah. how this was. Yeah, because it, maybe Runaway it was Bride a good was idea. Yeah. It seems like... Right. There is enough like good twist and turn. Outside of the like surface crazy, like the insane idea of being like, you need to fuck the person that I can't fuck. Yeah, I don't under. I didn't understand how like the, just the whole beginning of the plot worked. Yeah. yeah. Why would you ask your friend to fuck your high school friend? It's. It needed more justification. Yeah. Yeah, because she was. I was watching it, just being like, I'm watching a crazy person unfold. It's like. <laughs> She's having it's a like full watching, breakdown. Like, Blue Jasmine or something. <laughs> 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 you know, and like <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. That being said, I have some ratings. Oh okay. Um, give me them. Google. Oh, right. Ratings from, like... Yeah, from okay. we'll give our own ratings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Google rated this as 73%. Like, people no. who have Googled it. Shut people who have Googled it have rated 73? it 73? That's high. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 27. That's more accurate. That's accurate. Story checks out. That I get. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Metacritic gave a 51%. Mm. Okay, I yeah. guess. But those were probably written in 1994 when... This I was appropriate. I don't think... No, Rotten Tomatoes didn't exist in 1994. Are you sure? 100%. Neither did Metacritic. These are... But I don't think Google things. reviews existed. No, no. this is all parenting. But is Metacritic like is a, a collection of critics' reviews, right? Yeah, so, so that, those are probably more 94. Uh, those are probably from 1994 where people are a little more lenient because movies were kind of like this in yeah. the 90s. And my last one is our favorite one, which is Entertainment Weekly. Give it to me straight. <laughs> D+. Plus. I mean, that's a fair that's, rating. That is exactly the rating. I that's what I would give it. That's a rating that Too Young to Die deserves. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, EW is a wild card. And that's why she, really? it is she'll a wild always card. be on our podcast because she, she didn't know what she's talking about. She's got no fucking clue. <laughs> um, uh, okay, I want to talk about, uh, like... Other like how this movie did in the box, like mm. money wise. Yeah, give it to me. So it, uh, its estimated budget for filming was thirteen million dollars. Okay, where was that money spent? Bill That's... Pullman probably. Oh yeah, that, well that was my big thing was I was like Bill Pullman's too big for this. At yeah. that time, he, I mean nineteen ninety. I mean what else was he in in nineteen ninety though? I don't know. Shooting though, <laughs> yeah. What was he in in nineteen ninety? I don't think he was. I think he was just in the same place as Brad Pitt was. Probably just getting started. Really? I think so. Yeah, let's look. Um, oh, he has a gray beard. Uh, Does he? Still hot. Bill um, Pullman is he's still even hot. hotter with the fucking. Beard. God damn it! <laughs> Maybe. I gotta go. <laughs> he was Gosh, on. He's still acting like wild. Yeah, he wasn't really in anything then. Oh, Spaceballs. I I'm just concerned about what happened to Jane. Oh, Who's Jane? we didn't talk about this. Jane is the actress who plays like, the lead. The lead. And it's she just kind of like off. dropped off the face of the earth, got hella skinny, and 
Well, okay, believe that. <laughs> she dropped out the face of the earth, and then she became a writer, and she writes mystery novels now. Oh my god! So that's what she does. She's written like five mystery novels now, oh my gosh. which kills me because yeah. I'm like, girl, what's up? What's the mystery? No, about she's that? still acting. She was in. Yeah, up until like 2015, she was still acting. I spit on your grave. She was in the 2015 version of I Spit on Your Grave. I've never. Yeah, heard and how does that make you feel? Grave. Was well, that the one with Lindsay Lohan? Um. She's not up to anything great. And the other ones are all doing amazing. Well, Brad Pitt, obviously. Bill Brad Pitt, Mary, Angelina. Uh, that's his, that's that's his, his claim to fame. That's what he did. <laughs> that's um, and he has eight children now. And uh, I don't know, Bill Pullman's still acting. And, and the director yeah. did Miss Congeniality. Yeah. Was, I mean, he did great. I just feel like she was and, thrown under the bus. And then I just watched a YouTube video of Jane being like, I took these audition classes. Like, it's kind of current. It was, like, within the last five years. And she's like, these audition classes have really helped me. And I was like, oh, I'll tell you what, she hasn't aged so gracefully as Emily. What's her name? Emily looks stunned. Her acting name? Her true name? Her true name. (laughs) Her birth name? (laughs) Her Christian name? (laughs) Oh, wait, she was in Titanic. Oh, the miniseries. No, the miniseries, which was a story. Like, I guess each episode was a story of someone on the boat's life, and then they die at the end. (laughs) Ooh, so I'm you're going really into, into that, that knowing every time someone's not. That sounds it. dark, and I'm into that. Me too. I love a good cry. Just make me cry, baby. Um, <laughs> Please fuck me up. <laughs> uh, what's her name? Yeah, so she went on to do Downton Abbey. She's been in, like, CSI. She's oh, been, Elizabeth like, McGovern, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's doing great. I love her. And I, arriving. I really want her to be in my family. Yeah. <laughs> somehow. Does I want her to come to Thanksgiving. Let's invite her. Honestly, Let's we're see doing if she a wants podcast. To come to Thanksgiving. Oh, do you think she podcast. ever stars a long time... Alongside Brad Pitt again? I wonder. You never know, though. She looked like she, like, went on... I'm still having uh, trouble understanding that this was an independent film. With such a huge budget. Yeah. I don't know. I think Orion Pictures is an independent studio. She has two children, you guys. Does she have children who are my age? Are you excited to find out? Yes. No. She has two daughters. (laughs) How old are they? I could go. You can go a little lazy. Matilda and Grace. Doesn't say what how old they are. Matilda but... and Grace. Matilda, no, she seems like name. she became a monster. Yeah. <laughs> you don't name your children Matilda. <laughs> yeah. She went to Juilliard though. Elizabeth Good for Matilda. her. Oh. I love her and I almost want to get a picture I would say that she was one of the best actresses in this movie. Oh, for sure. Yeah. If, again, I think everybody did a great job. Be, but um, the, unfortunately, the nucleus of the movie was a psychopath who like, well, really just threw everything else off. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you guys are like, I don't know why the lead didn't have a career after this, but we've just spent this entire podcast <laughs> dragging, dragging her. her. Like, talking mad shit about her performance. But it wasn't her performance necessarily, it was the character she was playing. I mean, she was forced into that crazy-ass yeah. role. Yeah, I mean, it's not really, she could, and nobody could have done it justice. Maybe Juliette Lewis. <laughs> Juliette Lewis. Let's not me! <laughs> There was a lovely moment when she like came in the door and she was like, tell me everything. And they go all the way up the stairs. And then she closes the door behind her. She's like, do you really want to hear it? She's like, yeah. And she goes, huh. And she just melts. <laughs> yeah. The oh, door. Yeah. She just she like slowly like... crumbles down the store. And I was like, if my friend did that, I'd be like, what's happening? Am I calling a, a fucking ambulance? Are you okay? Yeah. And, and Elizabeth McGovern goes, no, not Elizabeth McGovern. The goes, get up off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> like, you made her get down there. <laughs> yeah, I know. You yeah. asked, bitch. Let her go. Yeah. I Let think her melt. We're actually at the time for our own ratings that we do uh, every. Wait, wait. I didn't even get to say. So, thirteen thousand dollar budget. Oh yeah, yeah. Opening weekend, 
They made one point four million. Lifetime gross. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Lifetime gross three point one million. Jesus fuck. That's well we helped them out with that voodoo. And they yeah, I know. That explains why I couldn't find it anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. Their opening weekend, they were number ten in the box office behind Schindler's list on its like twentieth twentieth weekend. Oh god, not a great year for them. Twentieth weekend though, Schindler's list still beating them. I don't know. But I mean, it's a rom com. I think rom coms don't generally do really well, except for if you're crazy rich Asians, which is fucking slaughtered yeah. stuff. Oh yeah, well yeah. It's a great movie. Everybody should go see it. I mean, it's like 2018. Suddenly, big studios are realizing there's other markets besides white people. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> god bless. <laughs> but just in terms of like a romantic comedy, like we stopped making romantic comedies somewhere around 2015. Yeah. Like well, how did, but there's some really how good did, uh, ones. No, what? I love them. Ten Ways to Lose a Guy or whatever. How did that do? Yeah. That must have done well. Yeah, that did really well. Because I there was a was moment, a there was thing. like a ten, like, there was a moment around the late 90s, early 2000s, where it was like, she's all that, ten things I hate about you, how exactly. to lose a guy in ten days. Oh, Rom-coms yeah. like exploded. And now it's back to being like, we, got, we want a serious movie. Exactly, or we want like, or we can't joke around because someone's going to get their feelings hurt. Netflix is trying to make rom-coms that it ain't working. Like, no, some I of them want, are very I, about <laughs> I really, really want a really good rom-com outside of um, Crazy Rich Asians like breaking the mold because it's a full Asian cast, which is fucking about time. Yeah. It's just a great rom-com. It's a good genre. Oh my god, I miss that genre. And the late 90s, probably starting now, through the late 90s, early 2000s, was like, mm, mm, mm. Every, oh my God. <laughs> every one of them. Yeah, I mean, remember, uh, what was that one with Tom Hanks? I lo- Tom Hanks was the king of rom-coms for a minute. Oh, he truly was. Oh, Sleepless in Seattle. No, no, the one where there was emails. Oh, oh uh, You've Got Mail. You've Got Mail. I just watched it, you guys. Delights. <laughs> with Meg Ryan, too, who's like, Meg Ryan was like America's Meg favorite. Meg Ryan, yeah. Oh, is that your and, side podcast? And, it's just going to be a Meg Ryan podcast? I yes. wish. I wish we could because she... Talk about a fall from grace. She was literally America's sweetheart. Everybody fucking loved her. Yeah. And then she just plumped up and tightened and squeezed. I ran into her the last time I was in New York, one year ago. I ran into her at a movie theater. Oh, I died. Really? Definitely. With her children. She was taking them to go see a movie, and she did not look well. She doesn't look well. She <laughs> does not look well. Um, okay, really quick. Top grossing rom-coms of all time. Yeah. Um, of oh course it's a click-through list. This is the worst. I hate those. Okay, I gotta go backwards. But you know it's, it's all gonna be, what's it, Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts has so far been in three of these. And Julia Roberts, Sandra Bullock, Pretty Woman, the two. and Meg Ryan. Pretty, Meg Ryan, yeah. Pretty Woman, 1990, yeah, uh, was movie. number four on the list, and it's yeah. at 178 million. Yeah, that movie is phenomenal. Number three, Hitch, 2005. Great time for rom-coms. And I never like Hitch. saw it. I you liked never it. saw Hitch? Is it a rom-com? Yeah. yeah. Then I'll watch it tonight. You should watch it. It's good. 179 Will million. Smith. Number one rom-com. Okay, can you guess? Uh, what is the source here? Oh my uh, our god, fucking really? bitch-ass <laughs> Entertainment Weekly. Okay. But what do you think is the... This is the top grossing. So it's like, it's factual. It's just, it's just a fact. You're okay. not going to get it. You might get it. I wouldn't have even got this. I forgot that it was a thing. You might get it. I have no idea. Okay, well, here's... here's. I mean, this isn't really a hint, but number two, What Women Want at $182 million. Ugh, I did love that movie, but ugh. Okay, number one, uh-huh. My Big Fat Greek Wedding. No shit. Okay. Right? Fantastic guess how, guess how much money it made. That, that's the crazy part. $241 million. Fuck your goddamn dick off. <laughs> <laughs> that is remarkable. Yeah. Because that movie is like 
Lost to the Sands of Time, as far as yeah. I'm concerned. I mean, it's a great film. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like, whatever that lead actress is, it like that's Naya, why she's not working anymore. She, she never. Need to. She didn't. They did number two, and then she never needs to work again. Yeah. But you know who was in it? Aiden from Sex and the City. Yeah. He's never watched Sex and the City, and I bring it up all the time. Yeah. Oh yeah, I heard. <laughs> I, I'm still upset about. That. <laughs> well, crazy. Because I, 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 I consider myself a Carrie Bradshaw. Okay, 218 million in what a month? Uh, yeah. I don't know when it was. It's been 46, 47 days, so almost two months. That's that's really a lot of money. Yeah. And, for a rom-com. Which and it hasn't even been fully released the rest of the world yet. That's exactly right. That shit's going to kill. Which and there, that and Singapore, which is where it's based. three of them. There's three movies? There's going to be three. Oh, yeah, they did that. Uh, three oh, one, three one last question about rom-coms is, did Brad Pitt ever do another rom-com? I don't think so. Yeah, he did. Does The Smith count as a rom-com? Mr. and Mrs. Smith is a rom-com for sure. Yeah. yeah. The Smith. <laughs> Whatever, the Smith. I don't care. Uh, I love The Smith. But outside Will, of The Smith... Brad... I don't... Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and then I don't... No, definitely not. Someone was kind of funny. <laughs> Twelve Monkeys? Twelve Years a Slave? <laughs> Wait, no, isn't... Isn't Burn... Uh, burn... Burn After Reading? That's a kind of a rom-com. I don't know. I've never seen it, but I didn't... I wouldn't... That character... That his character is the comedy relief of that movie. I guess it's not really a it's rom-com really a rom-com. rom-com. Um, all right, well, I can't wait for Mr. and Mrs. Smith. We'll see how his rom-com chops have... You can come back for that one. I will be there. Um, I love that movie. Let's do our ratings. Okay. All um, right. Meatball, you're our special guest of honor. How would you rate this movie overall? Like... Out of ten. Oh, out of ten? Uh, I'd give it maybe, like, three Brad Pitt pompadours. Great. Which pompadour, though? <laughs> Uh, the giant one. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. Three cool. Three Johnny Swade pompadours. <laughs> Michael. Um, the movie itself. Yeah. A. Yeah, I think a three for me as well. A three. But he was great in it. If it well, was more well, about wait, his, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So we do. We do movie Brad Pitt and then Brad Pitt's hair. Lovely. Good. 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 Yeah. Is there anything else we do? No, that's what we do. That's what we do. Um, I'm gonna give it a three and a half. Because, I, again, I like rom-coms, and I, I was entertained. I just didn't like it. I, see, the it's thing is... It's not a good movie, but it was fun to watch. Exactly. And be like, why is this bitch crazy? Exactly yeah. right. That's... I, I kept going, like... I kept looking at how much time was left, though. I kept being I like, know. this is long. There's been a couple <laughs> movies... needs to be. There's been a couple movies like that. That was the other thing, though. We, like, America's... Um, where the world's attention span is so much shorter now that the internet exists. Oh, that, like, we were just movies don't yeah. are not long, but it yeah. used to be standard two hours. Like yeah. that was the movie. Hour and forty five was like short. Yeah. Right. Also, we uh, we were watching it together, so we had to take breaks. Like we literally took yeah. act breaks. Where yeah. I was like, "Who third act's about to start? I need to get up and walk." Like, exactly. Get, you yep. need to watch yeah. it and like get up and move. Totally right there with you. Yeah. Um, and then Brad Pitt's acting. I thought his acting was great. Uh, so I'm gonna give him a ten out of ten. Oh wow! Okay. I thought he was he was working it uh, specifically when he got up and put clothes on because he was naked for a half second. Yeah, he was naked the first time we meet him, and I just love that because he would have hated it. I bet he hates it. Oh, he, probably he definitely it. hated it. He hates it. Uh, I'm gonna give him his acting. I think I'm gonna give him a um, a six. Okay. Because it wasn't terrible, um, but I mean it wasn't. His, it wasn't a much for him. Like yeah. it wasn't. He didn't have to do much. It didn't. He didn't. I don't know. It wasn't extraordinary. But it wasn't bad. I'm gonna give him an eight because 
Eight? I'll tell you why. I think that he played this, like, kind of... It was like he was chill. He was, like, the calm in the center of all this chaos. And like you said earlier, Logan, that meatball that... um, Oh, my God. Who's Logan? (laughs) Two names. Two names. (laughs) (laughs) That, you know, that, like, when he came on the screen, I was relieved. Maybe that's because I knew I was going to be talking about him today. Yeah. He also wasn't in this movie that much. He wasn't. Like, no, yeah. Truly, I kept on, like, asking. I was like, when is he coming back? And then every time he did, it was... They were smart. He was placed at the exact right time. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, thank God he's back. Right. right. So I think that speaks to his... I mean, it's got to speak to his acting. Yeah. So I'll give him a little bit more. It's definitely not a 10 for me, but... Well, yeah. you're lost. <laughs> so get out. Um, <laughs> and then his hair. Well, I don't even remember. It was just kind of like longish but it wasn't long yeah it was just fine it was just it was fine it was like 90s bad boy hair yeah 90s artist hair i'd like to pair because i would like to pair the hair with the glasses accessories yes he had that going on i guess his hair is a seven i mean look there you go oh it was that haircut that was very like perfume commercial oh here he is Oh god, there he is top. There's the just blasting the nipples. <laughs> blasting the nipples. God bless. Alright, well now that I'm seeing it, it's, a, it's another it's gonna be an eight out of ten for the hair. Yeah, great. It's good hair. It's good, like really just nineties hair. Yeah, nineties. Get it away from me so I can get rid of the boner. <laughs> but yeah, when he is topless. Is that the movie poster? Yeah, here it is. What I'll a... put it on socials how tragic well bill pullman isn't even on it yeah but you have to understand that this movie was released in 1994 so he was already really famous and so they put him on there so because clearly he's not they started doing that with with all of his movies like they did that with too young to die and like what was the other one they did it with oh um um california california yeah all of a sudden brad pitt who went was it who was totally obscure by the time they came in he's now like after thelma louise people know huge yeah and so he's even if he's a bit part. Well, and after and true romance too. And true romance. True Everyone's romance. He's in it for romance. like two seconds. But he's so good in true romance. I know. Anyway, sorry. Was nineteen ninety four when his news were released? His nudes? What are you talking about? Oh my no, god, we're so bad at this podcast. Me, there's yeah, there's nudes. Him and Gwyneth Paltrow are both butt ass naked in photos together. <clears throat> yeah, they but were... not his penis. You don't see it. Yeah, you see his no, penis. you don't. Yeah, do you that, do. Look Jane. it up right now. Uh-huh. <clears throat> do it, Jesus Christ. What do I? I don't know. Brad Pitt nudes. But it was when they were dating and they were at his house and some photographer got over the... From 1997, I think. Yeah, 1997. Okay, so we have a couple years to go. Oh, no. The Data Lounge? Are you on Data Lounge? Yeah, it started loading. (laughs) Yep. This post is fucking worthless. (laughs) (laughs) We'll look this up afterwards. The first comment... I would just Google Imager. They're probably out there. Yeah, I think you're right. You should Bing... Okay, go to Bing. Bing. Oh, my God. This Vanity Fair article... <laughs> the nude photos that explain why Brad Pitt doesn't impress Shania Twain that much. Oh, <laughs> because that song is about his dad. What? So you think you're Brad Pitt? Yeah. That don't impress me. Because she saw his nudes and was like, "That doesn't impress me." And that was 1997. So we've got a lot going on in 1997. I'm sorry, I did that to y'all. Oh, there it is. Let me see. There's his Okay, wait. Look at this one though. Why is he doing that? <laughs> yeah, because it was them in the backyard having fun. Gwyneth was inside <gasps> too. I can't, listener. You guys, <laughs> don't tell me anything about it anymore. I can't with it. I've just changed your whole podcast. Yeah, wow. and all of a sudden, we he have a fan ripped. fiction. This podcast just took a whole different turn. <laughs> anyway, we should wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, um, sorry, sorry. 
How do we not know? We're so bad at this podcast. Well, it's not about hit. It's about movies. It's a movie. It's a movie podcast. <sighs> this was from 1997. His <laughs> My heart is pounding. <laughs> I hope you're not listening to this. It just got so red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you saw a dick. <laughs> well, because it was not because I'm like aroused by it, but because I'm like, oh my god, this man we've been obsessed about for eight weeks. I know it feels like when you're you gonna have to a... cut this out if you ever want him on this podcast. No, no he's aware of his. Hell no. He also and... probably won't listen to the entire podcast. Um... It's very weird if he listens to every episode. <laughs> he'll give you. He'll just give you the good episode. Yeah. No, he's gonna be in our final episode. He's gonna be in that last episode. Um. If, if that ever happens, because he's until his career is over, we're gonna still have to make podcasts oh, yeah. about all of this. We're gonna have to check in every few months. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so wait, what did you rate his hair? Oh, did you rate his hair? No, I give him a, I give him a eight. I'll give him I'm gonna rate his pubes ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> I will rate his hair, yeah, seven and a half. Yeah, it's good. It's fine. I mean, he's gorgeous. He, yeah. It's that haircut that everyone had in the nineties, like the Joey Lawrence. Like it was just yeah, big on top. It, it was, was big on top. It was greased, the, but paired with the glasses. glasses. Ooh, moist. I can't imagine <laughs> not liking his hair. Um, okay, well, I think that's it. That's it. Meatball, thank you so much for coming. Thank you guys for having me. And next week we're gonna watch <laughs> interview, interview with the vampire, vampire. which. I'm very excited about it. Pretty fucking gay. Super gay. Super gay. That's the movie where everyone realized Tom Cruise is gay. (laughs) But, well, I almost launched into it. Anyway, thanks, listener. Talk to you soon.